Keely Ringo at the 21. Off he goes. 40, 50, 45, 40, 35, 30. Near sideline. Breaks the tackle. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. 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 Georgia. 54 seconds to go. Keely Ringo with about a 75-yard return. No flags. 32-18. Let the celebration begin. Scott Howard with the call on the Georgia Radio Network as the Bulldogs were the national champions of college football last year. And Scott joins us live now from Athens, Georgia. Scott, good morning. How are you today, sir? Hey, Toby. How are you? I'm doing good. Great call, by the way. Uh, what a moment. What What was that night like for you? Uh, well, it was kind of mixed uh, a little bit. I mean, the excitement was, was terrific, but uh, I was, unfortunately, I was sick. I was ill that day and just trying oh, no. to fight through to, to survive the day uh, uh, without, you know, ended up in, in bed or something. I don't know. I, don't know. I just didn't, uh, I, was, I wasn't 100%, but um, uh, the game dictated otherwise. I, you know, I didn't want to miss that opportunity to, to work that event and, uh, but it was it was terrific. I mean, it was a, it was a great moment for the University of Georgia, uh, something they've been striving for 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 a long, long time. Of all the luck, man, you got to be thinking, you got to be kidding me! I not today, not today, buddy. Oh, yeah. Don't fail me today. <laughs> yeah, there was a, somebody was testing me, uh, but uh, <laughs> we got through it okay, and and uh, you know it turned out good for Georgia people. That's good. Well, you wouldn't have known it coming across the airwaves. What a night. Uh, have you seen, going into this year, do you see the program carrying itself in any different way because of that swagger-wise or attitude-wise or anything? You know, I don't think so. I mean, I, it's funny you ask that. I was uh, talking with um, Kirby Smart on uh, his show this week, and I I kind of pose that same question, you know, is, is there anything different about this program since you won the national championship up until now? And, and, uh, he just flatly said, no, this is, you know, this is, uh, where we want to be. This is how we've built this program to be. And, uh, you know, it, it, they've, they've already moved on too, which is, you know, that's the thing that's, that's hard to grasp. It's like, it was so long and, in, in coming for uh, Georgia people to to win a national championship, you know, it was 41 years uh, between titles, and all of a sudden uh, it's like, all right, well, we're on to next season, and uh, you know, that's kind of in the rearview mirror now. Now that's that's team, and that's inside the inside the locker room, and all of that. Certainly, Georgia fans are still celebrating and, and will for probably the rest of their lives. But um, you know, it, you you talk to Kirby about that, and it's uh, that was that was last year. You know, it was great. That's what we wanted to do. That was our goal. That's our goal this year. That's that's what we want to accomplish. But last year was then, and and now we're we're more concerned about this year's team. And that's kind of his, uh, uh, you know, his opinion on that whole thing. They lost a ton to the draft, a, a historic draft. Of, oh gosh, yeah. For, for Georgia, they recruit well, and they've replaced I know with with tremendous talent. But where where are you the most concerned that they? you know, of the places that they lost talent from a year ago? Well, it'd have to be uh, up front on the defensive line. They lost three first rounders on the defensive line. So, uh, you know, they've, they've 
like you said, they've they've recruited well. Uh, they've got talent. It's just not at that level, uh, and nor is it at that experience. Uh, so just about across the board defensively. I mean, there there's you know spotty positions on defense where they're very very good, uh, but that that talent and experience is mixed with uh, youth and inexperience. So it, it, that's you know that's the mixture uh, that they're working with this month as they as they try to get ready for Oregon in the season opener and uh, and the rest of the year. Who's who's going to be ready and uh, who's going to be uh, as they say, if you're good enough, you're old enough. So who's going to be good enough to play? And it, you know, age doesn't matter to them if if you're good enough and you you understand what they want done. Um, but defensive, uh, the defensive line, I would say, is is probably the answer to that. Uh, there's there's a lot gone, and there's some there, but it's not at uh, you know it's not at Jordan Davis or Trayvon Walker or uh, Devontae Wyatt level. Who's the next breakout star for them on offense this year? Oh, that's a good question. Um, uh, maybe Kenny McIntosh, uh, the running back. Uh, that's I think that's people would would point to him perhaps uh, at this at this juncture. Um, you know, I mean, you say the next breakout. Now, I could say one of the tight ends, but Brock Powers is already an All American as a freshman last year, so he's already broken out. Now he may break out some more, um, but uh, I would say the next maybe the the guy that has the next chance to to be a, quote, star, uh, might be Kenny McIntosh. Stetson Bennett might be the most interesting guy in all of college football, and um, it didn't matter how many times everybody tried to tell him he wasn't good enough. He just led Georgia to a national championship last year. Tell us about Stetson. I'm sure you've been around him uh, a lot. What is it about this young man that has enabled him to continue to succeed despite all the doubters? Well, if you, if you were just around him in general, you probably wouldn't know all that stuff. I mean, I think you have to be around him uh, in a competitive uh, situation uh, in the locker room on the team like that. I mean, you know, the, the times I've been around him or had a chance to talk to him, uh, you know, it's in a you pass him in the hallway setting or you uh, you're talking to him in an interview setting or you know something like that. It's not. Uh, I'm not lining up next to him and, and blocking for him or or uh, catching a pass or anything like that. But he's he's just got a he's got a strong drive, you know. He's got a um, kind of a me against the world mentality that uh, you know he was a walk on to start at Georgia uh, to begin with, not to start uh, as in starting quarterback. But he walked on to the program, um, you know, was was. Just a just another walk on guy and a walk on quarterback. That guy's not going to play. You know he's going to be a scout team guy. He's he's going to be a preparation guy. Um, he thought he could play, and uh, he transferred out to uh, junior college in Mississippi, and he did play. He played a lot there, and then uh, Georgia got in a situation um, after he had already left where they they needed another scholarship quarterback, and they needed somebody who knew the system. Uh, and that, you know, they, they went to Stetson Bennett and they returned him to Georgia on a scholarship, but still buried on the depth chart. I mean, he was, he was, you know, going to be the three or the four guy, uh, but it didn't work out that way. You know, there were circumstances ahead of him that, 
allowed him to move up and his work ethic and ability uh, allowed him to to rise to the top and and Georgia liked him last year when uh, JT Daniels had some injuries Georgia liked him last year a lot uh, because of what he can give you with his legs he can run he can make plays uh, with his mobility and, and that was really the difference in him playing and then when JT was you know was healthy enough to play that uh, we, Georgia was winning so much and having so much success uh, the coaches weren't going to mess with that so that's continued to maintain. Then he ends up, you know, the MVP of both playoff games and the championship game included. So uh, that's kind of the story. I mean, he's it's it's an amazing deal. It really is. Is he in the eyes of Georgia fans with all that you just said? He just won a national championship for him for Pete's sake. Is he the unquestioned guy going into this year? Or you know how fans can be. Is there still some clamoring out there to see? Carson Beck or Brock Vandegrift or Gunnar Stockton, is there still some doubt around him or no? He's he's answered all the questions. He's our guy. Yeah, that's always going to be there. I think, you know, the the old saying, the, the most popular guy on the team is the backup quarterback. Uh, there, there are people out there that, that are still uh, making those kinds of statements. Uh, let's see who else we have. Um, but inside the program, no, he's the guy. Uh, he, it's his job right now, and um, his teammates love him. Uh, you know, the coaches know what he can do. He gives Georgia the best chance to win at this stage. Uh, and, and, and the majority of Georgia people are certainly, you know, in, in support of Stetson Bennett. I mean, he's he proved last year what, what he can do, so uh, they're going to ride him into uh, this season. He's going to be 25 years old in October, so – that's a lot of good experience, you know. He's not six foot three, uh, but the guy plays like he's, you know, he's a prototypical size type quarterback. But uh, he's fun to watch, and uh, he's got a good arm. He's not the strongest arm, perhaps. Maybe he can't sling it seventy yards, but he's uh, he's pretty doggone accurate. Uh, he is mobile. Uh, he wants to win. He's got that desire. So he's got all the other qualities that you want as a starting quarterback. Uh, how about this opener against uh, against Dan Lanning? And the Oregon Ducks. This is going to be fun for you. Yeah, it should be. It's a good test right out of uh, right out of the blocks here. Uh, you know, I, I've I've got some questions about Oregon. You know, when you have a coaching change, a wholesale coaching change. Um, you know, usually uh, teams don't come out and and have great seasons based on that. I mean, uh, maybe a time or two they will, but you know, I'm sure Oregon still has a lot of good talent, but. You know, they've got a new head coach, a new coaching staff. More than likely, they're going to have a new starting – well, they will have a new starting quarterback. Uh, and all that stuff together kind of, um, I don't know, sends up a red flag for me. Uh, you know, I've been watching college football for a long time. So, uh, But in one game, in one setting, on one particular day, anything could happen. Uh, but it's a good matchup. Uh, I think Oregon's, uh, what, top 15 in the preseason. Georgia's top five. So uh, it's too – you know, going into the year, it's expected to be two very good teams, and and uh, we'll see what breaks out. Last question, Scott. We'll let uh, let you go. Um, what has been your well uh, of the people you've talked to and and listened to around there? Just kind of the feeling about the Oklahoma and Texas coming to town, uh, joining the SEC. Are people excited about it? Or do they not like it? What What is the Georgia fans' opinion of this? 
I believe, uh, yeah, I believe Georgia fans would certainly welcome that. They like that. Uh, I mean, that's two, you know, historical programs and two championship programs coming to the league. And uh, I think what Georgia fans look forward to the most is, you know, that's two more trips for them to make. Uh, you know, Georgia goes to Texas A&M um, now, but we haven't been there for football. You know, Texas A&M have been in the league since. 2012, but Georgia hasn't been to College Station for a football game yet, so it's just kind of strange in that. Um, and you know, the hope is that uh, everything gets restructured so that yeah. teams are going to, um, you know, the home and home stuff will come around a lot quicker now instead of uh, what, what is it, 12, 13, 14 years before Georgia even plays a game uh, with the Aggies, and that's just an example. But uh, I think they're very excited, actually. Uh, uh, to have a caliber of Oklahoma and Texas coming into this league and and uh, and being able to go up head-to-head against those teams. Scott, congratulations on uh, powering through illness and winning the national championship uh, last year. <laughs> I hope you, hope you have a great season, and thanks for joining us this morning. We appreciate it. Toby, thanks. I appreciate you having me, bud. Thank you. There you go. Scott Howard, voice of the national champion Georgia Bulldogs. We'll talk to uh, Chris Stewart from Alabama coming up bottom of the hour. Back to more of your text messages next. Air Comfort Solutions text line 405-651-3439. We'll be back.